everyone. Thank you so much for joining us this morning on the podcast. Right now I'm recording this at 11.30 p.m. Wednesday night, and this is to air Thursday morning. So if you are um, joining us um, for the first time, thank you so much. Um, My name is Krista. My husband's name is Ryan, and we do a daily podcast um, just to encourage your faith to put the Word of God in you and to uh, to just... uh, just add to the to the growth, and I know God's already doing something awesome in your life because you're jumping on here and listening. But um, this week we're actually in a week of revival meetings for um, it's called R U Revival River University Revival Week, and it's been life changing. So if you're in the Tampa area and you haven't been yet, you you need to come out. It's it's going to be uh, amazing this morning tonight, uh, Friday morning, Friday night, but. Um, and just just on the subject of River University, if you're interested in coming to to River University, um, you, you have a couple days. If you can get down to Florida, we will hook it up with a scholarship for you. Um, many of you guys that listen, um, we've met some of you guys since um, you know since you all have come down here for Bible school. Some of you, um, and it's been awesome to meet you. Please uh, give us a shout out. Come find us. We we love meeting you guys. It's so cool um, what God's doing in your life, and and even how God's brought some people from all over the world, you know, to come train for ministry. You made the right choice coming to um, River University. If you're interested, you can message us on Facebook about that. But um, this week has been a powerful, powerful week for us personally. But um, and I know for for many of you guys that are listening. So if you're if you're part of RU, give us a shout out. Uh, we love you guys, and um, you know we'll be with y'all in the school this year. And um, it's a it's a huge privilege and a huge honor that we that uh, we we get to uh, teach in the Bible school, <clears throat> and we get to um, just get to know you guys. So um, I'm going to talk to you today. Today is called "Caught in the Crossfire," and um, this is a message that's very close to my heart because I love. Um, I love I love teaching on giving. Um, I love listening to teaching on giving. I, I love teaching it as well. But um, this has been something that's really changed my life for the better, impacted me in a huge way. And I came across this scripture. I've read it many times, but when I read it this week, um, I read it in the Passion Translation. It's Proverbs eleven twenty five. If you don't have a daily reading plan, by the way, um, you can start a really easy place to start. You know, there are thirty one proverbs. There are thirty or thirty one days in a month. You start reading a proverb a day. I, I want. If you're not doing anything reading uh, daily, just start there. It's that'll that'll really really help you. A lot of wisdom. But it, Proverbs eleven twenty five says, "Those who live, and this is the passion, says those who live to bless others will have blessings heaped upon them, and the one who pours out his life to pour out blessings will be saturated with favor." I read that and I was like, "Yes, I want that for me." You know, it's always more blessed to give. Those who live to bless others will have blessings heaped upon them, and uh, and that's why I call this caught in the crossfire. You know what? You if you start pouring out. You start giving. You start looking for reasons to give to people. You start looking for somebody that you can bless. You start. You see somebody at a store that you know, and you're like, "I'm going to get their groceries. I'm I'm getting their groceries today." Or not even someone you know. You're you're just like looking for opportunities for God to use you to pour out. Man, your your life is about to get blessings heaped upon it. And it says the one who pours out his life to pour out blessings will be saturated with favor. You want to find out how how you want to have favor in your life. The Bible says, get, live to bless others. 
So it's always more blessed to give. Make your prayer though. Make your prayer, God, how can I be a greater blessing? You know, if, if it's something that you only think about when you're in church, you only think about giving when a, when a preacher brings up the subject of giving and it's not really been engrafted in you, like it's not really part of you, you know, um, you got to start asking God, how can I be a greater blessing? This is the thing. If you're the one handing out the blessing, if you're the one that's going out of your way, you're paying for someone else's groceries, you're, um, you know, you're, God's taking you somewhere financially where you're, you're not living in lack. If you're, if you're the one handing out the blessing, you're not living in lack. And that's why this is called caught in the crossfire, because what's going to happen is as a result of you going out of your way to be a blessing, you are going to always have an abundance, a storehouse of an abundance of blessing. Um, you know, the spiritual principle will catch up with you. If you've been sowing, you will reap after the kind of seed you sow. It's, it's a very basic principle. Any farmer could tell you, if you sow a seed of corn, you will get corn. If you sow a seed of tomatoes, you get tomatoes. Any, anyone who, who's done any kind of farming could tell you that. So, you know, if you sow a business level seed, you know, you, you will reap a business level harvest. But if your sowing has not, if your sowing has not grown and, and say maybe you have a business and you're, and it's, it's stagnant right now, it's only, it's hit a certain level and, uh, and you give you, your, your business is, is not giving to the local church, but you, but you bless people with t-shirts. Well, get ready for a t-shirt harvest because that's what you, that's what you're sowing is, is, uh, is t-shirts. So do you understand if you, if you link your business or whatever God's put in your hand up to the kingdom of God, you are going to have a, that amount harvest, that type of harvest, a business type harvest. So you have to look at yourself and say, what are you sowing? What am I sowing? What am I, what am I sowing? You know, a lot of people look at what they have and they say, well, I don't have enough to really be that big of a blessing. Well, it's okay. You just start where you're at. You start where you're at. But are you even asking God for seed? That's, that's an important thing to, to you. Are you, have you actually said, God, give me seed. The Bible says he gives seed to the sower. So the only requirement for him to give you seed is that you must be a sower. You know, a, a couple of months ago, we put God to the test on this, and we wanted to. We were sitting in a meeting in back in October of last year, and we said, "God, we want to give to the building fund, but it, we wanted to come from another, you know, another source. Like we we know we we know what we have, we know what we've allotted to give, but we want to give above that. We want to give more. So we asked the Lord. We said, "God, bring us five thousand dollars." because we want to give to the building fund. We want it to be over and above anything else we've been giving. We want to give to the building. And um, we, we, that week just came in agreement with it. And in that same week, three different people or three different like random scenarios happened. One person said, oh, hey, by the way, um, you know, you guys got married. Uh, like, I guess it was like two years ago. I meant to send you guys something for that. But um, hey, well, I'm going to send it to you now. And they overnighted us a thousand dollar check. And then, and then a couple days later, um, we were at an, an award ceremony for the company that, that we used to work for. And the CEO of the company was like, I just want to recognize all the wives of the managers in this region. And he said, yeah, come up here to the front. And then we all came up and they were, you know, they were, he was saying some things about us. And then he goes, you know what? I just feel like I want to give 
all of these ladies $1,000 each. <laughs> so com another completely random uh, source, you know, that came. And then um, another thing happened where somebody walked up to my husband when we were at church. Somebody walked up to him in the lobby and was like, hey, I heard you preach. And it really blessed me. I just wanted to give you $1,000. And we're like, oh my gosh, why have we not tried this before? <laughs> like, why have we not been asking God like for seed like all along? You know, it actually is something that the Bible says he gives seed to the sower. So start asking the Lord for seed. I'm getting excited because I'm thinking about things I'm going to be asking the Lord for even today. But when you're when giving is your lifestyle, you can't help but get caught in the crossfire of the blessing that you've initiated. It's not some kind of magical thing that happens. It's a spiritual principle. It's it's as if you if if you went into your backyard, dug a hole, put a seed in the ground, and, and if you're if you're not expecting something to come out of that, you you're you're I don't know I don't know what you're doing. Why why did you even sow it? So if you've been sowing, you need to start to get an expectancy that what you've sown is going to bring you a harvest. You don't just give to give. You give and because you've initiated a spiritual principle, you 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 get caught in that. And the fact is that you are going to initiate blessing in your life. If you plant the seed, it's going to produce. Don't go out in your backyard and dig up your seed and be like, ah, no, nah, I just didn't want to. I don't want to wait. You know, no, 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 no good farmer goes outside and digs up the seed that he's sown and then expects a harvest later on. You go and you plant and then you water. You know, the giving has a biblical requirement. And it's actually very simple. You, when you give, you need to give cheerfully. You need to give cheerfully, not like no one wants to receive a gift from somebody who didn't feel like giving it to them. Like, you know, those times when you, you, you work in an office and then you get like those white elephant gift parties and you get somebody's name and you just don't even like, you don't know them or you don't really particularly like them. So you just go and buy something random and then you just give it to them, but you're not really giving it cheerfully. You're just giving it because you're like, uh, I guess I got to go get you a gift. You know, like that's that's not how you give. That's not um, biblically correct. When you give to the Lord, you don't give because it's out of an obligation or a duty. You give cheerfully. You know, God, in, in Malachi 3, 10, it says, I'm going to pull it up. It says, <clears throat> says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse so there'll be enough food in my temple. If you do, says the Lord of heaven's armies, I will open up the windows of heaven for you. I'll pour out a blessing so great that you won't have enough room to take it in. Try it. Put me to the test. You know, God's literally like, try this out. Try, <laughs> just try. You know, bring all their tithes into the storehouse. Just just try it out. I'm going to prove that I'll open up the windows of heaven for you. I'll pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to take it in. That's going to cause you a problem. The one problem that you're going to have is you're going to have such a great blessing. You won't have room enough to take it in. That's a good problem to have. So give cheerfully. Don't, don't, don't give just because, you know, you feel obligated, whatever, you know, that, that is not the way to initiate the harvest in your life. When you give and you, and you say, you say, God, your word says that you give seed to the sower. God, I'm planting this seed. And I know that you're going to, it's going to produce in my life. And you start to speak over that. You are going to produce, your life is going to produce much great things. Great, great things are going to come. 
you know, this was something that when I was um, when I was in Bible school, um, the beginning um, of my first year of Bible school, um, I was I was actually believing the Lord for a laptop because I did not have any kind of laptop. I was starting, um, you know, college and wanted to have something that I could take notes with. And um, anyhow, so uh, yeah, so I, I I had like five hundred dollars, and that was like basically. The, what I had been given for my high school graduation to put towards a laptop. Well, I, the laptop that I wanted was not five hundred dollars. It was, it was um, like I wanted a MacBook. So you know, whatever, over a thousand dollars. So I'm I'm looking at my five hundred dollars. I'm looking at the laptop. Like this isn't really enough for what I have. And I actually felt that the Lord told me to to actually sew that five hundred dollars and pay for someone's um, summer camp that year. It was a young girl's summer camp. And so I was like, okay, well, Lord, you know, you know what I have, you know what I need. And I'm going to, I'm going to sow this, I'm going to sow it. And I'm going to sow it cheerfully and I'm going to expect harvest. Well, school was coming up a couple weeks after summer camp. And we had three weeks of revival that year. We had three, um, in which we didn't know. It was just, we did one week and then it got extended in another week and then it got extended again. And so by the end of the third week, I've been like, God, okay, you know, class is coming, class is coming soon. I need a laptop. And the Sunday before the Monday that class started, um, I was I was at church and I was in in uh, Sunday morning service in worship. And somebody texted me and said, Hey, um, come to the lobby. And they were standing in the lobby. They had their MacBook in their hand with the charger, and they were like, um, This is what the Lord told me to do. And they handed me their, their MacBook. And I was, I mean, in total shock, but so excited because the Lord came through. I mean, like right at the last minute and um, many times, many stories are very similar to that in that year where God really showed me how to use my faith, how to initiate a harvest by planting seed and then by speaking to it. And then also a couple times, right at the beginning of that school year, I needed dress clothes. And I was, you know, coming out of high school, we we really just wore jeans and t-shirts, didn't really have to wear dress clothes. But coming into Bible school, we needed dress clothes. I was asking the Lord for clothes. And um, he, three different, three different girls invited me over to their house and that were in school with me and said, hey, uh, go in my closet and take whatever you want. Like literally, like just keep taking. Like I would grab one thing and they'd be like, no, no, take more. And I'm like, are you sure? And they're like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. And then I would be like, okay, well, I like this jacket. And they're like, please, just just take whatever you want. I know what the Lord told me to do. Three girls in the same year. And um, I mean, it, the Lord really took care of me. Like I didn't lack for anything um, in that year that God was showing me how to initiate blessing um, by the word of God, by sowing, by reaping. So I want to encourage you, if you've been sowing, and especially if you're someone that you're, maybe you're in a, you're, maybe you're in that place in your life where you're like, God, I just really need to see you come through. I'm for the first time living on my own, or I want to be, um, you know, I want to be independent from my, my parents. I want to see how the blessing of God can work for me personally. I want to challenge you go out of your way to ask the Lord, how can I be a greater blessing today? What what can I do today to be a greater blessing? You know, connecting, this is, this is the key here though, connecting your finances to something that is eternal is, 
to, to preaching the gospel. Connecting your finances to the gospel is the only way that you can connect your money to something that will reap eternal fruit. So if you have not yet connected your finances, whether it be your personal, your business, whatever it is, if you have not connected them to something eternal, which means giving into a ministry that reaches the lost, that is going to be the the kickstarter. That's going to be something that you absolutely have to do. That's going to open up the windows of heaven over your life. So I want to challenge you. You you can you need to you need to initiate that process today and get ready because God is going to open up the windows of heaven over your life. Those who love to bless others will have blessings heaped upon them, and the one who pours out his life pours out the pours out his life to pour out blessings will be saturated with favor. I believe that that is you. I believe that that scripture is for you, and if it's yours, take hold of it and put God to the test today. I love you. Thank you for listening. We will see you soon.